Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. And y'all, I'm so excited. This week, this week is our first week back in school. And I was so excited to see my babies on Monday. I was so excited. And y'all, they, they range from like 6th to 12th grade. But however, I was so excited to see my babies on this week. And y'all, we're going to have a great school year because we are dedicated to pulling out the greatness of each and every one of our students. And I, I just thank the Lord that I'm a part of it. I'm a part of helping to shape like our right now and our future. I, I, I'm just... I just love that I get to be a part of our children, your children lives. It means a whole lot to me. But anyway, on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, glory to God, on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I wanted to talk about trusting God in the unknown. Or you could say trust God in the unknown, however, trusting God in the unknown. But some things are going to come upon us and we're not going to be able to see it like see our way through, like with our physical eyes. But in the spirit, we know that we have the victory. We know that God is taking care of it. We know that, you know, hey, all things work together for the good because I love God and I've been called according to his purpose. So, hey, it's all good. But see, you have to get, you have to get and build yourself up to that point. Like it's not going to just happen. Like I didn't just get to this place where like, hey, I trust God even when bad stuff is happening. Like I have to trust him that, in the unknown, like I don't know, like for instance, I'm a single mom. I've been raising my children like, man, for several years alone with just my income. And it's, I had to trust God and I'm still trusting God in the unknown. Again, I'm single. So, hey, I don't have no control. Like, well, no, I ain't gonna say, maybe I shouldn't say no control because see, if I'm disobedient, then hey, my spouse ain't coming. But I'm saying like the control that I have, like I had, God, I have some control of the situation depending on like whether or not I'm obedient to God, whether or not I'm walking in his statutes and doing what I'm supposed to do to be building myself up and like, you know, to make sure that I stay in the position of a wife. But in in the whole scheme of things, God is in control and I can't tell him when to send my husband. Like, I don't know when he's sending my husband. And so I have to trust God through that. And again, let just for some of y'all that don't know, I am 39 years old. I never been married. I never been married. And again, I've been raising my children and providing them, provided for them for several years alone. And I had to, and I still do trust God in the unknown because I don't know when God is going to change our situation. But right now, what I find myself in, I have learned to be content. I have learned how to be content in my single momhood. Not that do not mean because people get twisted. That don't mean I don't want to get married. I am content where God has me at right now like i have joy in this present state that is what that is saying i have joy in this present state like i know like if this where god is have if this where god have me right now i acknowledge this is where he has me right now and i accept where he has me right now and i trust him where he has me right now so it's like a place of peace that just that don't mean that i don't want to get married because yes i'm going to get married glory to god 
we're going to go on. But trusting God in the unknown. So I want to read first the definition of trust. Because I don't throw that word lightly. If I ever tell somebody that I trust them, trust and believe. Trust and believe. They have proven themselves. They have proven themselves. Because I'm not just going to have, con- let me read the definition. Trust means to place confidence in. Trust means to place confidence in, to rely on. Also, a reliance or resting of the mind. See, I can rest on God's promises. That's why I trust him, y'all. Woo! A reliance or resting of the mind. A reliance or resting of the mind on the integrity, veracity, justice, friendship or other sound principle of another person and we talking about jesus christ and his sound principle a is he never changed god is all powerful god is all knowing he knew me before i was born he knows my my uh ending at the beginning he know me inside and out and then even through that he still loved me he loved me unconditionally these are some principles that i'm like hey this is why I trust him. And so anyway, get we got to remember that to place confidence in, to rely on, and, and, and a resting of the mind on integrity. Ooh, yes, integrity, veracity, justice, friendship. Oh, I'm a friend of his. He's a friend of mine. Or other sound principle of another person. My mind is at ease because I know that God has it under control. My mind is at ease because I know that God has it under control. That's what I know. I don't know how the situation is going to turn out. How long I have to go through this situation. But what I do know is God is all powerful. I do know that God loves me. I do know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and that are called because I'm called according to his purpose and I love him. I know he has never failed. I know he is faithful. Great is his faithfulness towards me. I know these things. I know he is compassionate. I know he is a merciful God. I know he is a gracious God. I know all these things about my God. I know he is my defender. I know he is my provider. I know he is my vindicator. So I can trust him in the unknown. But see, you don't just jump there. You have to spend time with God, praying, fasting, and getting to know his word, getting to know him through his word. And then God is going to let like certain situations happen to you that you have to trust. Be like, oh yeah, God, you have my back all along. He's going to let like some minor things happen to you. And then he's going to start, then he's going to start sending bigger stuff. And that's what he did to me. But anyway, trusting God in the unknown, because like a lot of times, like when you first come out of sin, like you might be like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff I got to give up, but it's worth it. Cause you're going to receive a hundredfold back it's worth it and everlasting life so it's worth it i'm not talking about just spiritual things you're gonna receive some natural things too because i received some natural things when i gave my life back to christ so let me tell y'all my my little story trusting god in the unknown like my baby's 15 so about i say about 14 years ago hey i was in sin because I had backslid away from the church, okay? No positions in the church, wasn't claiming to be saved, 
None of that. None of that. Okay, so me and my boyfriend, we had an apartment. We had an apartment. We was living together. And so, anyway, God kept strongly speaking to me because it was like during this time, it was like, I just, I kept coming to church. Again, no position, not claiming to be saved, but I just was coming to church, come to the church building. So, but every time I would come, like that word would prick my heart. My father, the pastor, was preaching that word. The word would prick my heart. And I'm like, hey, I got to do something about this. I cannot stay in sin. And that's why I thank God for real holy men of God, not sugarcoating. Mm-mm. He preached on fornication, which is having sex before marriage. When I was in his presence, I didn't. I wasn't exempt from the word of God. But anyway, like that word just kept coming strong. Like, and, and when when preachers preach on sin, it brings conviction. That's what you need to be preaching on. But anyway. I thank God for that word because it kept taking root and it would bother me. Every time I would go home to him, it would bother me. It would bother me. And I'm like, oh God, I can't stay in sin. And it's not just because it was the it was the chastening of the Lord. It was it was him, him pulling me, well, calling me back to him. And it was like, oh gosh, I need to come back to God where I belong. I need to come back to the church, not to the building, but to the church, the body of Christ. Glory to God. I need to come back. So anyway, it would bother me. And I was like, mm-mm. God was like, call me back home. Like, you got to get out this relationship. You have to get out this relationship. Y'all cannot live together anymore. And I'm like, listen, at this time, my baby was, you know, a baby, a little baby. I didn't have a J-O-B. I did not have a job because at this time point, I didn't have a career. So once it was time for me to deliver, it's like literally I like had to quit that job because I knew I was going to have to stay out for a while. And it was just a part-time job. And so I couldn't even come back to that job. But anyway, I didn't have any job. He was paying the bills. He was taking care of us and all of this stuff. But God was like moving on me like, hey, this is not pleasing to me. You have to get out this relationship. And you know how us women, we try to rationalize things. I'm like, no, nah, you know, I need to stay because he taking care of the kids. At least, at least he is here. And then I was like, no, because then it will bother me because I'm like, no, I want my children to grow up in holiness. And whoever is, whoever I'm with, they need to be an example of holiness. And when I say that, they need to be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and they need to be my husband. And then we can live together. And so it always was this 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 urge in me or this this just desire this desire in me to always want to raise my kids up in holiness which is the right way because the bible said a highway shall be there and a way and it shall be called the way of holiness and so the bible tells us to train up our children in the way they should go so i was making excuses because uh, the devil would just play so many things because i was when I grew up, I grew up with both of my parents, loving relationship with my parents. They being married right now for 40 years and, you know, just growing up seeing the love and the care and just how the benefits of two parents being at home. And, and that's what I wanted for my children. But I was trying to make it happen for myself, even though God kept saying, no, like, no, no, this is not your husband. This is not your husband. You need to sever the relationship. You need to cut it off. And so I'm like, now, God, I don't have a job. What am I going to do? And y'all, at this time, I had a bachelor's degree, but a lot of doors was not opening for me because I was in disobedience. So anyway, I'm telling y'all, no job. So one day I was like, hey, I had a conversation with him and I was like, you know what? We can't live together anymore. And since the apartment was in my name, I was like, like, 
you um you can find yourself somewhere to go but we can't live together you know anymore because this is wrong it's wrong according to god's holy word not according to my parents but according to god's holy word and god was bringing conviction god sent me to those scriptures that yes it's wrong for you to be having sex with somebody that you're not married with i don't care who he is and it was wrong and i was like no you know what you gotta go <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do, y'all. It's like, for instance, it's like you being on the 20th floor of a building and jumping off. That's how I felt. Like, what in the world? But see, oh, glory to God. God caught me. Because that's that was that faith. That was that leap of faith I had to take. And it was just so strong of that urge. And God was, I felt God backing me all the way, all the way. It was not. It didn't go simple. When it was time for us to part ways. It didn't. So it's not always going to go simple. Or the way that you wanted it to go. But I knew God approval was on it. Because I was already in sin. And I did it the right way. Because I sought the Lord. I sought wise counsel. And I did it. So I did 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 it the right way. And so anyway. Trusting God in the unknown. So I didn't know what I was going to do y'all. So guess what. Anyway. A door opened up for me where I was able to apply to a bank, got the job, and I was there for several years. And thank you, Jesus, for that door that you opened up for me. It was not easy, but he opened that door for me, and I was able from that point on like to take care of my children. And now, of course, I'm a single mom living. At that time, I was in an apartment, but now I am in a house. I thank God for that. And it is not from no child support money. I take care of me and my children. And again, I am not saying that you shouldn't accept child support. What I'm saying is I don't get it. <laughs> not that I don't want to get it. But a lot of times when you decide to take that leap of faith, the person that you are separating from, they may not agree with that. So that's why it might not go smooth. And so a lot of times the devil is mad because of that. And then since the relationship is severed, now they no longer want to provide for the children like they should. But God was telling me, hey, glory to God, trust me, you're going to be blessed. Your children going to be blessed because you obeyed what I told you to do. And it wasn't easy. And, and still, still, I'm trusting God in the unknown. But I thank God for it because now me and God relationship is intimate. And I love it. I have joy. I have peace. When I was in a relationship with him, I did not have no joy. I did not have no peace. But in this relationship, I have joy. I have peace. God has been blessing me naturally as well as spiritually. God has been elevating me. And I thank the Lord for it. And that was about 15, 14 years ago. So you have to, I have to trust God in the unknown. I did not know. And so now, now I am an educator in an alternative school, which I love. He has, he just continued. Like, I'm not going to tell you my whole path or careers, but from the bank job to this teaching, educating job, I love it. So you have to trust God. Single moms, if you on here, you listen to me, you got to trust God. If God is telling you to do something, you know that children's father is not right. You need to sever it. Cause I don't care what nobody say. I am, I'm okay. I will raise my children by myself for them to have a bad example in front of them. I was like, because the Lord knew the desires of my heart. I was like, no, I'm going to be holy and my husband is going to be holy. And we're going to have a holy and peaceful environment. 
I do not want my children to grow up around cursing. I do not want my children to grow up around hollering and screaming and all of these things. No, I do not want my children to grow up like I'm going to a holiness church and they and the father's going to a church that don't believe in the Holy Ghost or or no, I don't want to I didn't want that for my life. Because the Bible says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I knew the way. So I did not want to yoke yoke up with somebody and have my children getting confused. No. We're going to do things the right way because I'm your example. And so right now, I am waiting on my holy spouse. And when he comes, glory to God. And I'm still trusting God in the unknown. Because I was like, hey, Lord, however long it takes, I'm going to wait until you work things out for me and for him to get together. I am not going to settle for a temporary boyfriend. I'm not going to settle going out on dates and wasting my time. I'm going to do my purpose and I'm going to do it well. I'm going to walk in what you called me to do and I'm going to do it well. So use me, use me. And before I said that, he had t- God had told me he was going to use me for his glory when I stepped out of that relationship. And I thank God for, for, allowing, me, for allowing me to be a vessel for him. I'd rather be a vessel for him any day than to be a vessel for the devil. And that's what you are. When you're in sin, you're a vessel for the devil. You're letting the devil use you up. So, uh-uh. I want God to use me till he can't use me no more. Because it's all for his glory, my benefit. So I, so he can benefit and so I can benefit and have eternal life with him and peace on earth, love and all of that. Oh, no. The, what He said he's going to make my way prosperous and I'm going to have good success if I obey his word. So I'm good. So I'm telling you, you got to trust. We have to trust God in the unknown. Because I, like I said, I don't know how long it's going to take, how long it's going to take for my husband to come. But I trust God. He knows what is best. He knows me. He knows that young man from the inside out. He knows when the time is right to bring us together in holy matrimony. He knows these things. And so I trust God. Even with my situation, I'm like, now, Lord, you see, you know, I'm the only income coming in. And God will help. God have helped me. And he will help you too, single moms. And, and if you just single, you got to trust God. You don't, listen, I know some of you may be getting older. Because I have children. So I know some of you may be getting older. But you got, if you tell me something you trust God, that means you confident. You confident in what he, his word has said. You confident in his promises. And you know that when the time is right, God's going to make it happen. So even if you don't have any children, if God wants you to have children, you will have those children. Don't rush the process and go on and get married and get married to someone that is not saved. Don't do that because that is not wise. You, The Bible says, wait, did I read that scripture? I don't think I read it, y'all. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Your own understanding is saying, I'm getting older. I need to go and get married so I can have some kids. But if that man is not in the will of God for your life, then you should not do that because you're going to have to suffer consequences for being disobedient. Like we all need to walk in with like, I want the man that God had for me. I don't want a counterfeit. I don't want somebody that I settled for. I want the man that God has for me. And I am willing to wait. And again, not waste time casually dating, not waste time just going out on, no, 
I know God has me. I'm not about to waste my time with that. Uh-uh. But anyway, so don't lean. Lean not unto your own understanding. Because I don't care if you're 50. If the Lord wants you to have a baby, you're going to have a baby with your husband. So don't rush the process. See, God is working some things out of you. God is working some things in you. God, God is working some things out of your spouse. God is working some things in him. So when y'all come together, y'all will be a powerful force for the kingdom together. Let God do what he do. Because I had to say that a long time ago. I was like, hey, Lord, I'm going to let you do what you do in me and in him. Because I know we're going to be great. We're going to be so great in the kingdom. That's why the devil don't want this thing to come together. But it don't matter because what God has joined together, no man going to be able to tear son the glory to God. So anyway, lean not into thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. Like you got to acknowledge God. And that's what I did years ago. I was like, hey. God, what you want me to do about this? How can I go about doing this? Lord, how can I raise my children as a single mom? And I'm not pushing up single momhood because the ideal God's way is two parents. And that is what I pray for. But God was like, yeah, I want you to depend on me. And I know I have got to a point that I had to totally depend on God. I know what it means to totally depend on God because he all I have. So I know. And so anyway, the ideal situation is for two. But in an event that is only you, you got to depend on the Lord. Don't lean onto your own understanding. Don't make it happen again for yourself. Don't try to make it happen for yourself. Mm-mm. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Like, I prayed to God, like, show me how to raise my children. I have went to my father. I have went to my mother because I have a son. I'm not a man. So, and then I, I said, hey. Did that. You know what to say to him. You know, because I am not a man. So anyway, he'll direct you on what to do and how to do it. Glory to God. Be not wise in your own eyes. Because see, what you're doing is not God's way. It's not wisdom from God. When you settle for someone that God did not want you to marry, when you settle for somebody and you save and he not save, that is not God's will for your life. You are being wise in your own eyes and you making things work for yourself. Mm-mm. You going out on dates, be like, oh, I'm going to find my husband. Again, you being wise in your own eyes instead of you not acknowledging God because if you was, he'd be telling you, hey, you don't need to be going out with all these dudes. It's a waste of time. You need to be caring for the things of the Lord and how you may please him. That's in the Bible. That's what he told us to do as singles. Care for the Lord. Care for the things of the Lord and how you may please him. So he shall direct your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Respect the Lord. If you respect him, you're going to respect his word. You're going to respect what he said. You're going to respect what he said through his man prophet. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It should be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. So that's Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. We got to acknowledge God. We got to trust in the Lord, singles, single moms. We have to trust in the Lord. Like I don't want no sugar daddy. I want a husband. And so I've been waiting since my baby was a baby. And she is 15 years old. 
I've been waiting because I trust in the Lord and no, not any man can attach himself to me. Cause see, when you and that person come together, you become one and I cannot become in one with nobody else, but my husband. And then see my husband, he is what he's the provider. He's the protector, he's the priest of the home. So I can't just have anybody in my household with my children watching them for an example, because Hey, he's supposed to be able to know when the devil trying to come in. But if the strong man, if the strong man is the weak man, then the devil just going to take control. And no, no, because right now me and God is good. God communicate with me or he'll communicate with my pastor. Hey, we good. This house is covered. But if I join forces with a man that ain't even saved, that can't even hear from God, then he be them boy. Foul spirits, you know, uh-uh, no, no, no. You can't even ward off the foul spirits because the foul spirits in you and you didn't board them home. Mm-mm, I don't, I don't have time for that. No, 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 no. I am going to wait on a holy man of God that has wisdom and knowledge from the Lord. No. And, hey, I might not look like what somebody called an ideal family, but I don't care because I'm in God's will. I'm doing, I did exactly what God told me to do. Because see, again, I want my kids best. Even if, even if they walk away, they have grew up in holiness. They know the holy way. They see me live a holy life. So that's going to be their bad decision. It won't be on me. And I'm definitely not going to bring a man in here. That's a bad example. That's not going to stand up for holiness and righteousness and live it himself. No, mm -mm, I'm not. Mm -mm. So we got to fear the Lord and depart from evil. Mm-mm. Okay, glory to God. And so the scripture that I also wanted to mention was Matthew 14, 22 through 34. That was when Peter was walking on water. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves and three o'clock in the morning jesus came toward them walking on the water jesus came towards them walking on the water all right when the disciples saw him walking on the water they were terrified in their fear they cried out it's a ghost but jesus spoke to them at once don't be afraid he said take courage i'm here Take courage, I'm here. Then Peter called to him. I love me some Peter. Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus into the unknown. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. How many times that stuff began to happen to us and we focus on a situation rather than on God? And I'm like, Lord, help me, Lord. Even if so much confusion, chaos, all of this negativity is around me, Lord, help me to focus on you. Because see, if I keep focusing on you, I can do the impossible. What man says is impossible. It's all things. All things are possible through you, though. So if you tell me to walk on water, if you tell me to lead this man and I ain't even have a job, Lord, hey, you know what? I'm about to walk on water. I'm about to do what man said can't be done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo, woo. When they looking for you to drown. Hey, when they looking for you to sink. Hallelujah. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, you will walk 
walk on water. You will do the impossible. You will do what man said can't be done. Hallelujah. They didn't expect you. Woo, glory to rise above the tide. But you did. Hallelujah. So you better keep walking on water because you're going to see right here. Peter going to take his eyes off. All right. Eyes off of Jesus. So it say, but when he, which is Peter, when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord. He shouted. Save me, Lord. So if you get to that point, you need to your eyes. Hey, you need to come back. And be like, hey, I see myself drowning. Save me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I am drowning. So you can get refocused. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith. Because it's like, hey, I'm right here, but you focusing on all this. I'm a mighty God. I'm a powerful God, but you start focusing on what's going on around you. And I'm right here. I'm always with you. I'm here. So that's why I was like, hey, you have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him. You really are the son of God. They, excla they exclaim. So certain situations, that's why God is just keep revealing to me because it's all about him getting the glory. Like I couldn't do none of this what I'm doing on my own, taking care of my children, doing all of this, doing the work for God. I cannot do none of this on my own. And so it's like God wanted it to be so in our life when people look at us that they only can say it was nobody but God. It was nobody but God that did that for him, that did that for her. Because, hey, on my own, I am nothing on my own. I cannot do it. I promise you, y'all, it, it took the power of God, his comfort, his grace, his love to bring me through all of these years by myself. I thank the Lord for it. And I had to trust God. I still trust God. My confidence in him is in him. My reliance is in him because he has never failed me and he will never fail me. Glory to God. And so he is everlasting. So I'm trying to see like, why would I put my trust in something else that is going to fail me? No, God never fails. You can't put your trust in no liquor bottle. In your job or in anything because them things can fail. You got to rely totally on God. Rely. That's what God was saying. Like, he had brought me into so many situations where I had to totally rely on him. And I still do. So you can trust God in the unknown too. Remember that. He is there for you. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. He don't want some of it. He want all of it. And until you get to that point, singles, you don't need to get married because you never know. You never know. Your spouse can either, he can pass away, he can become real sick, or he can walk away from the church. What are you going to do? Are you going to give up on God and him? If he's still alive, are you going to give up? No, you got to pray him through. You got to get some strategies to bring him back. Like you got to persevere. So it's like, no, you can. So right now you have to be learning to depend on God because situations is going to happen that we cannot see far out into the future on what God has for us. But we know he got us, but we don't know exactly what's going to take place and how long we got to be in these situations. So you have to learn to have confidence in God that, hey, God promised me this. If he promised me this, it will surely come to pass. I don't know how long it's going to take, but however long it's going to take, God know what he's doing. And I trust him. And so that's why I have to 
I come out, hey, God is in control, so whatever he had, that happens, happen. But I got to keep my trust in God. I don't, some things I don't understand why he's doing it this way, but I still have to trust God that he know what he doing. He know what he doing. So when people be wanting explanations and all of this and all this, that's why I know like my whole life <laughs> is about <laughs> just, just different situations that only God could have did. Only God could have did. That's, that's, that is the story of my life. I could not do it on my own. And so all the glory, everything that have happened in my life, even my marriage, even my marriage, it's going to be all for the glory of God. And it's a kingdom. It's going to be a kingdom example. And that is my thing. I got to represent the kingdom of God. And it's all about walking by faith and not by sight. This is this is our life, saints. This is our life. We're not going to be able to see everything. Because we are operating in the spiritual realm and people that are in the flesh and they're they not going to understand. So that's why, again, like I said on my other video, like I don't have a lot of friends because see people that's not operating in the spiritual is not going to get it. You're going to be talking faith and they're going to be talking flesh. They're not going to get it. Because see, I see my future because God showed me part of my future. I see it. And so I walk by faith every day, believing and trusting God that he's going to do it. So I'm just going to live. I'm going to live a life. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to fear the Lord. I'm going to depart from evil. I'm going to acknowledge him because he's going to direct my paths. He's going to tell me what to do and how to do. Because I'm not trying to go on the wrong path. I went on the wrong path for too many years. It's time for me to get married. Ain't no way. I don't got time to waste with somebody that ain't my husband. I, oh, no, I don't do that. He will direct my paths. He will direct yours too. So if you want to sit up here and waste time on a count fit and go out on all these dates again, that's going to be you delaying your husband coming to you. But them 15 years ago, I was like, mm-mm, next man I date, next man I go on date, that's my husband because God is going to reveal that to me. God is going to reveal that to me. So I'm not about to, mm-mm, I don't waste time. I'm trusting God in the unknown. I don't know how long, but again, I'm trusting God. He's going to come through for me. I thank God for him coming through for me time and time again. So even y'all with sicknesses and illness, you don't know. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but you got to trust God and say, hey, if God said, hey, by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm healed in Jesus name. He said I was healed. You got to walk in your healing. You have to walk in victory and believe and trust his word no matter how it feels. No matter how it feels, because I'm doing that right now, not with a sickness, but in my situation. No matter how it feels, no matter what it looks like, you got to trust that God knows best and he's working all things for your good. You're going to come out and you're walk you right now you're walking in the victory. And you're going to come out in victory. And you got to believe that every child of God, if you're a child of God, you got to believe that victory is in Jesus. You, God will always cause you to triumph above your enemy. Long as you keep the faith, you are triumphing above the enemy. Stand flat footed on what God told you. Stand flat footed on the word of God. He got you. He got you covered. Glory to God. He ain't going to let you fall. But you got to trust in him and don't be like Peter and take your eye, take your eyes off him and some and, and focus on what's surrounding you. That's why I'm like, oh, I will lift my eyes up to the hills. I will lift my head up. 
Let me focus on you, Lord, and not the situation. Let me focus on you and not the situation. It will get better. I will come out of this. You will bring me through this. You will make me greater because of this. You will strengthen, establish, and settle me. Glory to God. Because I'm your child. And that's what the word said. But anyway, I pray, you know, that all you will have a blessed night. And I pray that you would trust God in the unknown because he got you. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. He's a delivering God. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. He's a gracious God. All right. So if y'all are not, if y'all do not, excuse me, if y'all do not have a church home, Praise God, I belong to the City of Refuge Church in Batesville, Mississippi, under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wiley Sr. If you do not know of a church home around you, reach out to me, message me. I'll let you know we're the closest one to you because you need a pastor that will watch for your soul. Glory to God. And again, as I say on all my podcasts, if you would like to receive salvation, you must repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the Holy Ghost according to Acts 2.38. Well, again, I pray that you all will have a blessed night. Peace out.